0: Audible.com is a leading provider of audiobooks. Sign up today for a free 30-day trial at searchenginejournal.com forward slash audible and get your first book for free. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world and all we can think about is where... Well... Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen, Heart of work. Yeah, you
1: apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first?
0: Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to?
1: this podcast is brought to you by search engine journal and you're listening to marketing nerds
0: hey marketing nerds kelsey jones here On this mini-sode, we bring you a special interview that was recorded live in the SEJ booth at PubCon Las Vegas. Check out our YouTube channel over the coming weeks as we roll out the remaining interviews and catch more mini-sodes on the SEJ Marketing Nerds feed. Thanks for listening.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Brent Satoris. I'm here with Search Engine Journal. And I'm joined today by Zef Snap from Altura. Altura, right? Yeah. Interactive, and uh, we were chatting a little bit about uh, translation of content and content marketing with translated content. Um, One of the things that you know I was asking you about, and I want to get kind of a little more detail on, is really kind of like how to approach that. Like, what's the what would be the focus for the company that would be interested in doing you know the translation, and how do you really approach it to like focus on quality and really get results uh,
0: versus just Google translating. So the first thing that, that is really important to start with is you want to think about like the style guide and the personas that you're going to go after in other languages because they're not always going to be the same. The products that here are going to be for younger people in other markets are going to be maybe for a slightly older generation because they're going to have more money. Um, and that's going to affect the, the way that you write your copy and the tone and everything else. So you want to create a style guide first and also kind of a library of terms, right? What, what are going to be your preferred terms for specific things that have to do with your business? Then so Once you have that, then you can start looking at actual the translation of the content now for things like product descriptions like a lot of the time a literal translation is going to work not quite as well as something that's like takes the spirit of it which we call transcreation and is, and is a little bit more specific
1: so that's mm-hmm. like the
0: actual yeah that's the like, term the focus of like making the interpretation of it kind of shine through exactly so mm-hmm. it's like taking the spirit of what you're trying to say and then turning it into something that's relevant and interesting but still uh, Mm, as close to the same as possible in in another language, and that's important because when you're looking at other
1: languages, there's sometimes there's phrases that don't translate the same, and that you have to kind of really
0: change it in order to keep the the real meaning of it, right? Well, yeah. Well, and then there's also cases where you do a literal translation, and it doesn't even mean like close to what you wanted it to, yeah. right? Like there's there's a lot of examples of translation fails. There's actually um, there's I, I don't know if you'll you'll be able to use this or not, but uh, in, in in China, the the number seven is slang for uh, a man's yeah. genitalia. <laughs> so, y- they have to market it differently in, ch- in China than they do in the rest of the world. In Japan, they have one floor on a thing is death and they don't use the, f- the death
1: floor. Right, yet, there's, so there's... and
0: there's lots and lots of examples like that. that you oh, see and I messed copy. up.
1: In, I, in Japan, I gave somebody a flower one time and I forget the color, but I thought it was a nice gesture, but apparently it was the flower for the funerals. <laughs> so, it was basically like saying to the girl, die you know and so wow. it really, really went. Yeah, bad. Yeah, so yeah there's a lot of those things but this isn't just for people who are looking at international SEO this is also for people who
0: are just looking to better target different demographics even where they're located like in the US correct? absolutely so there's we we see a lot of companies now that are that are starting to get turned on to reaching US Hispanics and now you are gonna have US Hispanics who are acculturated and who want their their content in English but a lot of them like to toggle too sure. so they want to see it in English and then they want to understand in Spanish as well so they make sure that they're understanding everything about the message.
1: Well, also you could end up having a browser that's set in a language where it's going to showcase the content better when it's
0: in Spanish higher up in search, right? I mean- oh, absolutely. Uh, the, you know, like, and there's a lot of search queries that, that get a lot of volume in Spanish in the United mm-hmm. States that are worth going after. But uh, the the thing, that's, the thing that's tough about that is you can't just put up the Google Translate button and you know, think that that's gonna be good enough. The first thing is the user experience on that is gonna be awful, right? It's just not gonna mean what you want it to mean. And if you ever try translating something from another language into English, you'll know what I'm talking about. But also, the other thing is that Google has said that any automatic translated content that they find, they're going to de-index. Interesting. Which means that you're not going to rank for the terms that you're going after at all if they detect it that way. So
1: to kind of you know finish this up a little mm-hmm. bit, just you know because of time and everything else, sure. Where can people, like? what's the, fir- the the steps that people should take to be able to, I want to mm-hmm. do this, what do I do now? So, and also yeah. follow up as well with where people can follow you and, and where sure. they can get information.
0: Okay, so the, the first thing is, is you want to do your market research. You want to make sure that there's a market for your product. Uh, the, the second thing is once you have that, you want to build that that uh, that style guide so that you know exactly who you're going after. And then you, you have to find a reputable translation company or a marketing company that can do the work for you and make sure that they have like clean and clear editing products. Processes. Is if this you, something your
1: company does, we we or? do
0: it like we're a marketing company that will do some translation work, uh, but but mostly we do the marketing side of it. So we'll help you manage the translation process. We'll help you edit it, and then we'll help you actually do the the PPC, the SEO, and uh, the, the content marketing that goes along with and it. And Where can people find you so, online? So uh, you can find us at alturainteractive.com, uh, I'm on Twitter as zefsnap, and uh, yeah feel free to get in touch. Perfect. Uh, You know, I really appreciate you joining us, sharing some of the information and uh, sitting with me for a little bit. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.